0: Fuck you! That's my name! Hey, this is Sharks Across Hollywood, and holy shit, we took a couple months off from posting all this lovely bullshit that you guys are going to start hearing again. I think we're starting off the year with a, with a good movie. So I'm pretty excited to talk about it. I was going to say something like we're back baby, but I don't feel good enough to be that enthusiastic. So (laughs) we're back Eh, and it's fine. It's okay. You'll No, it's fucking, it's fucking great. All right. We're talking about Creed two in celebration, in preparation for Creed three coming out.
1: I got to say, I'm actually, uh, I didn't think this was going to be the case, but I saw just a little, a little snippet of an Instagram teaser for Creed three. And I'm pretty excited about this one. I feel like Contrary to what my previous feeling was, which is like that this needs to be the one where Rocky dies, after having seen that little tiny preview and rewatched this, I feel like Creed 3 could be the movie where Adonis Creed actually gets his own movie
0: that is what i'm after right and a bunch of people are like no rocky no way i'm like fuck that this dude needs to be on his own that's kind of how creed 2 left it off that's what you know rocky's off doing he's finally reconnected with his son hopefully for good this time because we already tackled that in rocky 6 and it bummed me out when we got back to creed and he's (laughs) like oh his kids my kid's gone again
1: i noticed that their final interaction adonis and rocky's final interaction in this movie is basically them saying goodbye to each other if you think about it you know he's like hey you know i'm passing this on to you now and then he he sits down yeah i thought oh you know what this this could be the thing this three could be the one that finally gives us an original adonis creed story because creed was just a straight remake of rocky and I only realized it this time. Obviously, this is a Rocky IV remake, but what I hadn't realized in previous viewings is that this is also a remake of Rocky II and Rocky Three. So this is just Rocky II, Rocky Three, and Rocky IV all crammed into one movie to basically get us to the point, because nobody cares about Rocky V, <laughs> to get us to the point where Adonis Creed can have his own story. It's like we had to have those stories, and they're good stories. Creed and Creed II are fantastic stories but they are just remakes of rocky's greatest stories so we had to have those in order to justify getting us into an adonis creed universe where he can really have his own stories so i'm looking forward to uh to creed 3
0: and it's gonna be you know killmonger against fucking kang the conqueror so that's cool too
1: That's right. Fuck. I keep forgetting that he was Killmonger in uh, Black Panther. And I love that guy. I love the guy who plays uh who plays his opponent or his brother i guess it's not well not
0: not biological brother but yeah they like
1: oh so like yeah but they were on the streets they they misrepresented it in the trailer i saw then or maybe i just misinterpreted it
0: yeah they they kind of came up together in the streets and while donnie got adopted by the rich lady that guy did not get adopted by the rich lady and ended up worse off and being put in prison for like 20 years or something
1: but suffice to say i love him as an actor i think he's great I have enjoyed everything I've seen him in. I think he's a fantastic actor. And after rewatching Creed II, I think Michael B. Jordan could, if he's continued to improve his game since Creed II, actually be approaching a similar level as an actor. Because there was definitely an improvement between... Creed and Creed 2 in Michael B. Jordan's performance.
0: He's a good actor. He's not a bad actor. The stuff that he nails in these movies is really confusing to me, though, because it seems like all these dramatic points, like in the first one, and the second one, he's like, I'm going to nail this dramatic moment. But when I'm just sitting around talking to people, it's going to be awkward and weird. Yeah, he's
1: fantastic at intensity. I've said this before, but he struggles with placidity,
0: I guess. Just being a fucking human. Just be just... (laughs)
1: subtle understated moments you know like quiet moments he's he kind of struggles in those he's really great when he has to be intense he's fantastic he's absolutely top tier when he has to be intense like he brings a level of intensity that you can feel just just radiating out of the screen but he he needs he needs to work on that those subtle moments those quieter moments and he does he 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 did improve it from Creed 1 to Creed 2 there is a a big improvement in his performance he's not on that level i want him to be yet but he's definitely moving in the right direction
0: and you know what? maybe the third one is where it happens
1: that's what i'm hoping that's what i'm like fingers crossed over here i'm hoping this is the one where he really he really steps from good to great
0: yeah he's taking on an awful lot in that new one though yeah it it definitely looks like he could creed 2 opens kind of a lot differently than every other rocky movie opens because every other rocky movie opens with rocky and or Well, Creed. I guess every other Rocky slash Creed movie opens with Rocky or Creed, right? But in this case, we open in the Ukraine with the Dragos. It sounds like it's sounds like a Russian sitcom. (laughs) Everything's nice and gray and blue over there and it's really depressing and
1: Ivan oh it's so fucking bleak yeah
0: Ivan still looks like an asshole has that fucking scowl on his face but it's even worse now because he's old and living in the Ukraine I don't actually know much (laughs) about the Ukraine sorry I'm just kidding I don't know anything but yeah so we meet we meet Ivan and Victor Victor is Drago's son and he is also a boxer and he is a fucking gigantic monster and he just goes and fucking wrecks this dude this this no-name guy in in a fucking boxing match
1: boy did they ever cast him correctly
0: he he, and and he and he has he has a really dramatic moment later on that he kind of nails for not really being an actor fucking he did great i love it
1: no i think he's i think he's really good in this i think he's um He's way better in this than he was in Shang Chi. Uh, although I liked him in Shang Chi, yeah, I, I I thought he was just perfect casting, especially as a modern surrogate for Dolph Lundgren, because he's kind of everything that Lundgren was back then. He's unknown. He's this incredibly physically imposing presence, but then at the same time, he was able to do the acting just a little bit better, you know, than Lundgren was. And he's still not like he's not a great actor or anything like that. He's he's he does really well in this, I think. But he was kind of iffy and shang chi but he's the kind of guy who i would definitely like to see become a big action star
0: oh yeah no i'm i'm sold he's gonna be in the borderlands movie too which which could be pretty cool kind of kind of the same deal with uh michael b jordan what he lacks in the acting skill he makes up for with his physical presence and his
1: charm he's incredibly oh, charming yeah. he's got you the charisma that. like that
0: motherfucker even even though he plays kind of a douchey unlikable character michael b jordan in the, in this in this movie he's not the most likable person <laughs> on the planet even though he's supposed to be the hero of the fucking story yeah i mean
1: he's he's in a he's in a difficult place you know like it's by which i mean it's a difficult place to portray sympathetically because it's this place of privilege but at the same time he's struggling he's very much apollo creed's son in this movie you know it's like uh watching apollo struggles in rocky 4 you know apollo struggling with his frustration at losing the limelight and stuff it's like. It's such a privileged thing to struggle with. You know, you have to be so on top in the first place to even have that struggle. So it's difficult to empathize
0: with. Yeah, a little bit. But somehow I do.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So like we basically we start with the end of Rocky 2 with him becoming the champion in his own right, you know. Yeah. Uh, And it's and it's even the same. It's even the same setup because, well, obviously, the guy he's going up against is no Apollo Creed. They do have history and he is a fighter who's past his prime.
0: Before we get to that, real quick, I do want to talk about that scene. So there's a boxing match with the Drago and and the promoter oh, okay. is there. So we do the big title screen and cut to Bianca, and there's uh, she's turning off her hearing aids to kind of block out some of the background noise and she's good she's going in there to see Donnie. And you know, they're doing their thing. They're they're being all cute and stuff and she's like, "Did you take a shit?" And he's like, "Yeah, I took a shit." And then she goes, this is really funny to me. She's like, "It's just like any other fight. It's fine. You'll you'll do all right. It'll be all right." Uh she leaves. Uh Rocky comes in and he goes, <laughs> He's the exact opposite. He's like, uh, there's only two guys in that ring, or there's only three steps into that ring, but tonight it's going to look as big as a mountain because you're in there with another fighter who wants to take you out. Like, well, I'm getting mixed signals here. Is it important or not?
1: I see them both coming at it from very different angles. You know, I think she's coming at it from a really sincere place of trying to reassure him and help him feel secure in what he's doing. And like, she's his safe space, you know, and Rocky's there to prepare him for what's coming from a place of experience (laughs) yeah and that's what rocky's doing rocky's like all right you got to get you got to psych yourself up you got to get mentally ready for for what you're about to face and here's what you're about to face speaking as someone who's been yeah. there so i think it's i think it's a really good moment for both of them it does feel like he's getting mixed signals but that's how i mean realistically that's what he would be getting in that situation
0: yeah that's probably true and it's just funny he doesn't he's not he's not like kind of irked by the pressure or anything he's like you know it's like i got a question for you man uh what's with the hair that's what donnie says to rocky and he's like i combed it it's a special night rocky's a goofball that's just kind of been his thing the whole time he's this lovable idiot who likes to punch people
1: his character is is way more consistent in this than in rocky 4 for example
0: oh you my know? goodness yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean rocky i'm not gonna say he was like fully inconsistent in rocky 4 but you i mean obviously rocky 4 is like i said like i said uh, it's a great bad movie.
0: It's Yeah, it's just an action movie the, at that point.
1: But this is a damn good movie, is what this is.
0: Yeah, and I think he saw this, like Stallone saw this, and he's like, you know what, I want Rocky IV to fit more into this, so he did the director's cut, which just wasn't very good. Sorry, Stallone. I still want it, and I'll still watch it, but...
1: I'm still curious to see it, but... You know, I mean, obviously it's going against 30 years of established history. So,
0: yeah, it was it was a little weird. So then we get to the fight and it's against the the stuntman Wheeler, the guy who beat the shit out of him at the beginning of Creed uh, and, and took his car.
1: So, like I said, guy who he has history with is the current champ
0: and he is just ever so slightly past his prime like he hits he hits Donnie real hard and then the announcers are like oh three years ago that would be a knockout but you know it's not now so now it's it's, it's Adonis's turn because that's his actual name his name is Adonis which makes all sorts of sense because his dad was Apollo We're we're in kind of semi fantasy half real half fantasy land at this point
1: yeah i mean no it's it's completely on brand he has to have a name like that he, he does he, he would have to you know
0: and then so yeah of course he wins right he wins he's not exactly sure like he's so caught up in the fact that he's fighting for his car again that he's just like give me my keys damn it and everybody else has to go like <laughs> hey man you just won the title would you fucking focus on that for like a second yeah <laughs>
1: But I I think that's a good glimpse into his headspace he had to get focused not on the title but on what it meant to him personally you know that's what Rocky was talking to him about
0: oh yeah yeah that's actually that's a good point I didn't think about it that way I thought you know I I, mean, I guess I didn't think that deep about it I was just kind of along for the ride just watching him be no
1: himself. this is this is a, a really well scripted movie like the, I think there I think a lot of thought went into the writing of this movie
0: which is funny. Because there's parts of it that you can just tell Stallone, because he's a he's one of the writers. He actually did write this one, co-wrote. But like, there's a lot of lines where I'm like, "Yep, Stallone wrote that." Stallone <laughs> definitely wrote. Well,
1: that. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, what? Give us an example.
0: When he's going to fight Drago for the second time, and he's talking to his wife, and she's. <laughs> <laughs> or is not wife yet. But he's talking to Bianca and so he's having the Adrian conversation where he's like, I'm going to do this. And she's like, well, you weren't you were kind of being a dick the first time. And he's like, but you got to be with me on this. You wouldn't be good to anybody if you didn't do what you loved. Just like I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to breathe if I wasn't able to do this the right way. being all manly. And then also her coming up to him and going, hey, can you babysit our baby while I go and take a break for a minute?
1: I agree. Those are very,
0: <laughs> very 70s Stallone. Things, Yes. Because that the same kind of shit happened in Rocky. Yeah, you, you know the thing. You know the thing. So let's let's talk about the proposal scene because it's kind of adorable.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: and this is another thing. That, that's,
1: that's that's pretty sweet. That's yeah, pretty sweet. I like uh, that.
0: The first thing we see there, they're back at the hotel and Rocky is talking to Adonis and Donnie's like, dude, well, I'm going to propose to her. What do I do? And he's like, why didn't you tell me about this? He's like, I didn't know if I was going to win or not because, you know, his whole thing is like predicated on it has to be a good situation otherwise it's just not going to work. And then Rocky's like, "Well, and that then, shit shouldn't matter."
1: Yeah, exactly. That that's that's very Rocky is, you know, cuz Rocky's a romantic. He is. He like really de- is. W- despite whatever whatever else whatever else he is, Rocky has a uh, like his love for Adrian was like like trumped everything. Like even even after he went the distance with apollo what was his what was his number one thing is he was just he was just calling out for adrian yep
0: he's romantic there she was very important to him and now she's fucking dead sorry everybody those
1: those cemetery (laughs) scenes are like i i just start weeping like crazy during those scenes like they just get me they get right to me
0: Yeah, now Polly's there, too. It's like, fuck, man. There's a deleted scene. This movie's
1: got multiple of them. It's got not only Rocky with Adrian, but then it's also got Adonis with his dad. And I'm just like, God (laughs) damn it. Um, there is a, I'm just going to spend half this movie crying.
0: There is a deleted scene where Rocky goes to Spider Rico's funeral and gives a eulogy. And it kind of supposed to, it was kind of supposed to symbolize that he's a dinosaur. He's like the last of a dying breed at this point. Because that's the first guy he fought in the very first movie. And they, huh, they, they became they friends that? later. I don't know.
1: Maybe it was a pacing thing. Yeah,
0: t- t- time. Because there's another scene like near the end where I'm like, fuck. Like, I, I kind of understand why they cut it. But I'm like, oh, it's kind of good. It's pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, in,
1: in fairness, the movie's already two ten. Yeah. So it's,
0: it's the longest Rocky movie, I think.
1: Yeah. It's good though. Start to finish. I I don't I don't think there's a moment of this movie that I don't enjoy.
0: I'm glad you say that this time, because when we talked about it last time, you were like, Yeah, it's okay.
1: Yeah, I was a little tepid <laughs> on it that first time. I think because I was um I was still Very skeptical about Michael B. Jordan's acting ability, and also I hadn't finished out the Rocky franchise at that point. I hadn't seen five or six yet. I think watching those and really getting the whole thing under my belt, so to speak, it made it strike home for me more,
0: especially the stuff with with Rocky's son and stuff like that.
1: Because that whole thing in Rocky Balboa with his son, well, and in Rocky Five as well. I mean, Rocky Five and Six are basically about him and his son in a lot of ways. So yeah, like that that made it way more uh uh effective for me this time through
0: all right that makes sense yeah that's good i'm glad i'm glad you i'm glad you finally came around man
1: well it's not like i didn't like the movie the first time i saw it it's just yeah like now i'm kind of getting to the point where i love it
0: yeah this is up there on my list of favorites in the franchise actually
1: yeah yeah, this one's, this one's definitely high on the list.
0: Eventually, he does get around to proposing, but Rocky, you know, he's like, just do, just turn off your brain and just basically just do what you think is right. That's more of Rocky kind of preparing him. He's like, dude, I'm not just, you don't need me for this. Get the, go, get, go do something.
1: <laughs> I also love that it's sort of, you know, the, the turn off your brain thing is like, Rocky knows he's dumb. Yep. And he's like, why are you asking me for advice on this? Like, what can I give you <laughs> that is it just fucking do it
0: I know boxing and spaghetti damn it
1: and then how he like he like play by play recaps his proposal to Adrian it's like that's not what I'm asking you rock <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's but he, like well <laughs> but then don't ask me what those did you questions. expect <laughs> Yeah. so he, he goes in there and you know she's about to get out of the shower, and then he starts. She gets, she's out of the shower. He starts talking to her. He's like, you know, there's something about us that just clicks. We, you're cool, you're hot, you're all those all those things. And then she's deaf, of course, so she can't hear. He's, he's on his knees. He's down on one knee with the ring, and she turns around and she's like, um, what the fuck? She slams the door in his face. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I like her reaction's kind of weird, but at the same time, it makes sense. She's just. It is like confused and i'm confused with her but i don't know i don't know
1: in my experience and which is i admittedly limited like i i'm right there you know i i fully admit my experience is limited but in my experience women seem to be way more level-headed about this kind of stuff than men are like she sees that and she's like you better not be fucking around she's not gonna let her heart get involved in this and like because she's got to protect herself you know she's she's been hurt before she's got to protect herself so like meanwhile he's just you know also kind of a romantic you know he's he's just like crazy about her and she's like you're just springing this on me out of nowhere like are you on the level are you serious have you thought about it so yeah i get i get where she's coming from and i i, I think it was played really well
0: so yeah naturally she says yes because they gotta they actually naturally. I, I buy their relationship a little more like the way you know i don't know i like their relationship early on more than i do the rocky and adrian relationship because of that one scene in rocky
1: you just can't get past it can you no i agree completely it's it's frustrating that it's there but it's not at all inauthentic like it's completely real like era appropriate and uh
0: damn it it, sly you fucking creepy weirdo even though
1: I, I don't know it 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 bothers me in the sense of it reminds me that of how much women have had to go through and dealing with men but it doesn't bother me in the sense of feeling inauthentic or even like something that would make Adrian not like him
0: well clearly not she marries him and stays married with, to him until he dies until she dies
1: okay like for example I, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before or not I'm, I'm pretty sure I told it to you but for the benefit of the listeners my grandmother would tell a story about my grandfather with whom she was madly in love. Like, she she was crazy about this guy. And she would tell this story about how one time she was mouthing off to him, and it was the only time it ever happened, and she was very specific about that. She was mouthing off to him, and he slapped her. And her angle was like, wasn't he just the manliest man ever? Like, she told it with this sense of delight and wonder. And I'm like, okay, all right, you know, women have... Women have had to cope with men in some fucked up ways, you know, but so like, yeah, like something like that, it doesn't strike me as ruining the relationship or anything like that. It's just more of a reminder of how fucked up things have been. And I'm glad we're not there anymore, or at least we're trying to not be there anymore.
0: Isn't that a fucked up story? The only, the only time it's acceptable to hit a woman is when you're fucking. (laughs) <laughs> and they're into it and they're into it you gotta you, they, they they gotta they gotta be into it
1: definitely need prior consent on that one
0: so yes the proposal goes well they cry they fuck everybody's ever beautiful beautiful unclothed bodies of these two assholes who are just pretty people
1: i maintain as adorable as tessa thompson is and she is michael b jordan Woof. holy shit
0: oh dude especially in this movie he bulked up so much uh, ordinarily i'm not
1: in i'm not into bulky guys but uh I'd make an exception for him.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'll go after it. Then we get, you know, another glimpse into at the Drago's, the sad gray blue existence, the promoter's back. And basically this time the promoter goes, hey, you heard what happened, right? Huh? Huh? We're going to make this shit happen. We'll get back to that shit.
1: This guy's interesting because he's not exactly the traditional, um, well, traditional is maybe the wrong word, but he's not the, uh, what's that dude's name from Rocky five again? Duke. George something. Washington, Duke. Yeah. George Washington, Duke. He's not the George Washington, Duke level villain promoter because. Because he's actually he he seems like he wants to see Creed win this one, you know, like he seems disappointed when Creed loses and then happy when Creed wins. But uh, he is he is a very mercenary character, so it's oh, he's, he's, in he's in it for the money,
0: one hundred percent. I think the only concern on his face when they fought the first time was that you know Donnie might die.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, obviously he doesn't want to be responsible for that. Who would not even from a concern for the person level, but just from the level of going forward, he's always going to be known as the guy who organized the event where Adonis Creed got beaten to
0: death. We need a movie about that guy who organized the the Creed and Drago <laughs> fight from the from Rocky Four. Fuck.
1: <laughs> Wasn't that the Russian guy? The uh, uh, whatever he hits. He destroys. Oh,
0: it might have been that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. So, you know, fuck that guy. That guy's dead. Who cares? So Bianca then, they, you know, Bianca decides, hey, we we should move to L.A. And Donnie's like, no, what about Rocky, man? And she's like, here's another thing about this movie and what it's actually about. You know, she says he's got his life. It's time for us to start ours. Then Rocky has a moment looking at some pictures of his kid on the fridge before he goes to see Adrian and Polly at the cemetery, which we've seen him at in Rocky 6 and Creed. And he talks to them about Robert and how Robert is his son, by the way, which means that Rocky's real name is actually Robert, because we've we've actually discussed that before too. Uh, and he's like, you know, I, I I called him, but when he answered, I hung up the phone and all that shit.
1: No, he he says he hung up the phone before he could answer.
0: Oh, so he's yeah, he's just having a hard time, having a having a hard time. What do I say? Hey, how's it going? Like what? I I I kind of get that, like you haven't talked to somebody for so long, and you're like, how the fuck do you go about reconnecting? It's kind of weird.
1: No, I I actually. I got that better this time than I probably ever have before in previous viewings because well I I had told you the last time we we got together that uh, my uncle died and his wife died like a week or two, less than two weeks later. I was really struggling with that with him. You know, it's like I wanted to reconnect after my grandma died with him, but like so much time had passed that I kept avoiding calling him specifically because I was feeling that same thing Rocky was feeling and then he died. You know, and so I never got to really reconnect with him. So I, I, I feel where Rocky's coming from in this one. Yeah. It's not my that. son, thank God, you know, but uh
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that that'd be that'd be a lot, yeah, that'd be a little rougher, I think.
1: Yeah. But um but but yeah, no, I he's he's tapping into some stuff that I <laughs> i've now got a little bit of experience on
0: yeah these movies tend to do that kind of shit don't they (laughs) (laughs) a little bit so now victor and ivan they show up in philadelphia they're in philadelphia now the first place they go they got to go to the statue and of course you know the rocky statue at the at the bottom of the steps of the museum and of course there's a bunch of people there's fans everywhere so this is something interesting that i noticed just on this viewing uh victor looks right at ivan and ivan like avoids eye contact with that poor kid and i never noticed that until this watch
1: it's a pretty fucked up relationship, these two. I'm not saying it's not well portrayed. It is. It's just, um, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Like Ivan putting all that shit on Victor, like all that pressure to basically live vicariously through him. I saw that in my father-in-law with his son, my brother-in-law, my, or former father-in-law and brother-in-law. And uh, yeah, it really, uh, it really fucked my brother-in-law up
0: yeah that shit kind of takes a toll doesn't it yeah
1: i mean you know it's like i i think he's he's he coped with it as well as he could but you know like you could see it you could see it getting to him like nobody needs that kind of pressure to live up to whatever your father's dream was you know
0: don't worry I'll, i'll damage my children in different ways
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm finding new and refreshing ways to fuck up my kids.
0: This is actually a pretty good scene. Um, Rocky gets to Adrian's, which is the restaurant that he owns of course. And Ivan Drago is sitting there waiting for him. And this is intercut with Donnie and Bianca learning about the two of them being in town and wanting to fight him and stuff. But let's talk about that scene with Rocky and Ivan and he, Ivan, he's like, Hey, uh, you You know, lots of nice pictures. You don't have any pictures of me, though. And he's like, no, I don't have any pictures of that. What do you want, exactly? Dolph Lundgren's doing some fucking work in this movie, and it's great. And I like it.
1: Yeah, Dolph Lundgren brings the performance in ways you have not seen him do before.
0: Uh, it's, it's, it's lovely it's great he he looks run down and beaten and just depressed and he is here to get his fucking pride back basically
1: this is such a great moment for the Dolph Lundgren story this is coming full circle on Dolph Lundgren as well as Rocky in a lot of ways because like when Dolph Lundgren got his start he couldn't act he was just he was just a physical shape that that fit what Hollywood was looking for you know he 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 just he had the right look and boy did he have the right look but he but he wasn't an actor but he put in the work over over several decades and he and he ground himself out a career and now he actually is an actor and he really gets to show it off in this movie like not just this scene he does get a great moment in this scene but even his whole relationship with victor throughout the rest of the movie and the moment he has at the end yeah Dolph lundgren really gets to put on a performance and i think he's kind of the uh if anybody was an underrated performance from this movie i'd say it's Dolph lundgren because yeah he he really shines in this
0: yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I, like, knew he was going to be cool, but I didn't realize he was going to have so many damn lines the first time I watched it. I'm like, yes, give that guy more to do. I love this dude.
1: Such a change. Such a change.
0: I know. I'm I'm here for it no matter what, though. Now, Bianca and Donnie are sitting at the place, and they're eating uh, at the same place they had their first date in the first movie. And there's a TV on with a press conference going on or whatever. <laughs> And this dude just turns around and goes, hey, man, you gotta you gotta take that fight. Shut this guy up. And he's like, what, Wheeler talking shit already? You know, it's a little early for a rematch, all that shit. And then, you know, sure enough, on the TV, Victor, Ivan, and uh, the promoter are there. And he's like, you know what? The promoter says, Creed needs to take this fight unless he's afraid of history repeating itself. Good Lord.
1: yeah, That's a pretty fucking low blow, man. Like, Jesus, dude, show a little tact at least. I understand you're a... You know, you're a promoter at the Roman Circus, but fuck, yeah. I there's not as much to talk about on that side of the of the scene as as there is on the uh, the Rocky Drago side. There, that's definitely the uh, the heavier weighted side. I mean, the whole thing about strays and oh yeah, and Rocky yeah. closing with his line about we put away strays here.
0: You ever see stray dogs in the Ukraine? They go for days with no food. People spit on them. They have nothing no home, only will to survive, to fight.
1: I have son. All he
0: knows is this.
1: My son will break your boy. Been a long day. I think we're done here, cause around here we put straight away. The scene with Donnie at the at the Philly sandwich shop is just like, it's just yeah, it's just Clubber Lang goading Rocky into the fight is is all it is. And
0: Bianca going like, uh, "Don't don't do it. This is what they want. They're they're just fucking with you at this point. Stop it."
1: Again, being the rational, intelligent one of them. <laughs> Yep, family.
0: Yep, and and Donnie doesn't say a word. He's he just looks at her like like you know, he wants to say fuck you. I'm doing what I want. This
1: whole movie is about male insecurity.
0: Absolutely. And what you don't really get secure with yourself until you're like in your 60s. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And even then, not necessarily. I mean, look, look at the difference between Rocky and Drago. Well, okay. Yeah. Drago doesn't come around until like the very end.
0: Like literally the very end. Yes.
1: But he does. And that's good. You know, it's, it's good that he does come around. He does have that moment.
0: So now Donnie's at the gym. He's hitting the bag, you know, working some stuff out. Rocky comes in, tries to talk some sense into him. Basically. He's like, you know, dude, you don't want this. I promise. Like, let it go. It's not worth it is the big takeaway from this scene.
1: This This is interesting. Because it's um, it's sort of a, a combination of when Rocky was trying to talk some sense to Apollo, you know, when he was going to go up against Drago the first time, but also when Mickey was trying to talk some sense to Rocky when Clubber Lang was goading him.
0: Yep, because now now Stallone is the Mickey man.
1: So it yeah it it's interesting, and you know Rocky's like really trying to he's really trying to reach Donnie, but. You know, young men,
0: Donny's a little stubborn. let's uh let's be honest about that.
1: Young men with their insecurities, you know, you can't talk them through it. They just kind of gotta experience their way through it.
0: We get a little scene of Donny watching the fight between Drago and his dad, fuck like you need to yeah that maybe um, not that that would that. be
1: intense jesus <laughs>
0: and then we cut to bianca playing at the fillmore she you know the fillmore is the the big music venue that she's basically taken over cuz she's so fucking cool even though her music is definitely for a certain taste i suppose
1: one night only.
0: She's a badass. She's she's cool, uh but I do not like her music. I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's real weird. I don't like it.
1: It's okay. I would listen to it, but I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to it. And
0: then of course, Donnie's there watching and the promoter comes up and he's like, "Hey man, she's got a nice voice. You should fight that Russian guy. You should you should just go do it. The Rumble in the Jungle didn't manifest itself. Somebody had to make it happen. Will it into existence. Got to hate this guy."
1: So he's comparing himself to Don King. Yes. I mean, okay, if you really want to be that guy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh he doesn't give a shit he just wants the money man
1: yeah yeah I mean Don King did promote he, some of the great yeah. fights you know he
0: definitely did so there you go then right after that scene we get another super important scene there, there's a lot of drama happening here Donnie goes to Rocky's place to basically he's just like dude I'm gonna take the fight and we're gonna do this and Rocky's like no we're not gonna do it Uh, you do not want to do that that guy broke things in me that have never been fixed
1: that's a real moment where like you can see Rocky trying to convey it to him and he just is not capable of accepting it
0: and he goes and says you know this is different because i should have been in the ring with drago that night but you know your dad insisted that he should be the first one to do the thing and i should have thrown in the towel and i didn't and that's my fault but i'm not going to do the same thing with you donnie's like well i'm going to take the fight with or without you rocky says it's got to be without and then to just put a nice little nice little thing on it donnie as rocky's walking away donnie goes well at least you don't have to th- worry about throwing in the towel this time yeesh
1: which is such a fucking shitty thing to say oh my god if it was anybody other than him he'd he'd have a rocky punch coming
0: <laughs> yeah uh it's 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 because he loves donnie that he didn't you know at least yeah. give him a good slap and like mickey would do
1: i i wouldn't have begrudged him That's a, that's a really shitty thing to say. No. And but again, if it was anybody else, like I can understand Adonis feeling that way. You know, I can understand Adonis. I would let, because it's Apollo's son, I would let him get away with it. That's the only guy who it's okay coming from.
0: Well, yeah. And, and basically it's like his son right now. Yeah. You know, Rocky's it's the his, father figure that never It's his surrogate kid. Yes. Then Donnie goes home, and he's just like, fucking Rocky, man, he's not going to train me for the fight. And she's like, yeah, that's, you know, he has his reasons, I'm sure. Wait, you're taking the fight? What the fuck?
1: Why am I just now hearing about this?
0: Uh, because he's being a narcissistic prick, and he doesn't really give a shit. I understand. I I completely understand why yeah. he thinks he's got to do yeah. it, but I'm like, damn it. But from from the movie standpoint, I'm like, do it. Do it and get your ass kicked so we can get to the good stuff.
1: There's a really great scene. Later on with Felicia Rashad, the scene when he tells her he's going to do the fight.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 that's more. Oh,
1: my God, what a great scene.
0: Yeah, so they go off to L.A. because Rocky's not going to, you know, Rocky's not the problem anymore. So now they're they're in L.A. They have to go to dinner at mom's house because he's got to tell her gotta tell her so they're sitting down at dinner and donnie's fucking he's his head is in the fucking clouds you know he didn't tell his mom that bianca signed to a label that she's up for festivals and he's like well mom i gotta tell you something she's like yeah i already know You it cuts to bianca shaking her head as she's eating and putting salt on shit and the mom's just like uh how far along are you they're like no what (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 a a, great little
1: moment too after they say it she picks up a glass of wine and takes a drink and then stops and just looks at her and then spits it back out
0: <laughs> it's it, it's a good one and then they take a pregnancy test still at mom's house by the way which i kind of yeah, thought smash was weird cut but... to them in the
1: bathroom
0: and i'm like they me? just
1: ran down to the gas station picked up a pregnancy test and ran back
0: uh yeah i guess so and you know of course it's positive at first they're like oh no this is gonna be shitty but then it's like you know all right cool it's like the opposite of the graduate end scene <laughs> right where they're all where they're all happy and then they get super then they get like super weird and stone-faced but they're all like unhappy and then by the end of the scene they're they're happy because they're gonna have a kid together
1: yeah it wow i would never have put it that way but <laughs> yes yes it is exactly like that
0: and now we get to the scene that you were talking about where he tells marianne his mother who <laughs> that he's going to fight the russian and she's like okay because she's uh she's also like not stupid she's like i know you're gonna fucking do it whether i want you to or not and she basically tells him you know you're a grown-ass man you don't need me to tell you whether you can do this or not he's like you know they took him away from me and you and she's like don't make this about me and don't don't even pretend it's about your father i'm like all these people are giving you really good points man you should probably (laughs) listen to somebody
1: yeah yeah no she oh she plays it so perfectly like she just he's like what you're not gonna say anything she's like why would I say anything you're not going to listen to what I have to say you've already made up your mind so just go do what you're gonna do
0: yep people around him are a lot smarter than he is
1: yeah (laughs) yeah well that's that is the story of a young man
0: There's, he gets into a lot of intense conversations with a lot of people in this movie.
1: Yes, he does. Yes, he does.
0: They're back at home, and they're uh, Donnie and Bianca are playing. He's talking to the baby and saying, "Sing for us and shit." You hear that? Mom's not going to sing for us, and she's like, "Well, what if the baby can't? Because uh, she has progressive hearing loss, as we learned in the in the first movie, and it can be hereditary, so that's a that's a concern that they have.
1: Yes. Yes, I can see it being a concern.
0: Yes, that's fine. That scene's quick. It's just a quick, like, oh, shit, more shit's happening because Donnie's life can't just be normal for five seconds.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those realistic conversations (laughs) you have to have, you know, but ultimately, like, you're either going to have kids and expect that, you know, take that risk or you're going to not, you're just going to not have kids. Like, those are your options.
0: Yep, and there's worse things than the the kid having to have a hearing aid, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's
1: like, (laughs) you know, having a deaf kid isn't the... It's certainly far from the worst thing that could happen to your kid.
0: Now let's go to the gym. We we get to hang out with uh with Duke, Little Duke in this one. So there's George Washington Duke, who's the guy from Rocky V, but then Apollo's trainer was named Duke. That was his first name, though, wasn't it? Tony Little Duke Burton. His name is Tony Burton, but they call him Duke. Okay, there you go. So yeah, Donnie's trying to convince him. He's like, you know, I know why you didn't train me in the, in the first movie, but if you're not going to do it for me, do it for them. And he points to the picture of apollo and duke on the wall and he's like oh you motherfucker you're just appealing to his whatever it is his nostalgia or something his pride that his dad trying to do something that his dad couldn't get done both of their dads couldn't get done
1: (laughs) yeah no that's uh that's fair it's a good way to uh to try and manipulate a fella then we
0: get a training montage being the the technically a a, a direct sequel to rocky 4 there's not a lot of training montages in this movie actually. I think there's
1: just the right amount. We need a training montage leading up to that first fight (laughs) with Drago, and we need a training montage leading up to the second fight with Drago, and that's what we get.
0: Well, you mean you don't want five music videos in your (laughs) 90-minute-long movie?
1: Yeah, I'm good (laughs) without a training montage that goes for the entire length of a Survivor song. I would like to see, uh, just for comedic value, though, a Rocky 4 cut of Creed 2.
0: I'm into it. Uh, James Brown. Where they just have a
1: whole pregnancy montage, and they have a, a recovery montage oh
0: everything is told in montages yes (laughs) even him talking to people is montage so after after the training montage you know we get to see both fighters training and shit at the weigh-in of course there's got to be there's got to be drama at the weigh-in press conference thing this is the first time donnie is seeing ivan in person so he gives him this look and you can tell he's kind of scared kind of kind of doesn't know what to think and that's his problem he doesn't have the eye of the tiger man it's not brought up in this movie, but that's essentially what's happening here.
1: You're right. Yeah. No, you know, he doesn't um, he doesn't have a clear focus on what he wants and why he's doing this. He's just doing it because he's feeling deeply insecure, which is understandable, but it's a terrible reason to go potentially put your life on the line.
0: Uh. Yeah, he's just like, I just should. I just have to do it. It's a, it's a thing. You don't have to, though you can be an adult and just tell him to fuck off after
1: he loses to him, though. I understand now (laughs) he does have to.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I get it after that. Now it's a matter of pride at that point. Got to get that shit back. Otherwise you'll just be depressed and sad your whole life
1: because the, uh, the Don King guy is right in that he has to have a story you know there has to be a story in order to you know people will remember your story if it's a good story or they'll remember your story if it's a bad story and he doesn't want it to be that bad story he wants it to be a good story
0: ivan drago says something about self-preservation not like your old man and then you know of course donnie gets pissed because that's exactly what they wanted
1: yeah donnie's fairly easy to manipulate at this point i'm hoping that's something we see Less of, or, you know, we see some maturity in him in part three. I would like to see that. I'm not saying we can't have him struggle. Obviously, he has to struggle, but um, I'd like to see some growth from him because at this point, he's a pretty easy guy to. to manipulate
0: yeah so let's talk about fight night it's fight night the first fight between Creed and Drago well you know this Creed and this Drago
1: which I mean he should have known he was going to lose because it only comes halfway through the movie so <laughs>
0: yeah he's there he knows what the fuck
1: he should have checked the damn runtime. he's
0: still got an hour left he needs to fucking figure this shit out so Rocky of course he's watched he's got to watch it he's a concerned father at this point he's watching it <laughs> he's hoping he does well expects he's expecting him to not do so great. It goes like you'd expect. It seems to be, you know, it's It's Donnie's fight for like three seconds and then Victor finally gets a punch off and then it's just, it's, it's Victor's fight for the next handful of rounds until finally, I
1: think it only goes three rounds, doesn't it? Does
0: it? Yeah. Not, not very many. Finally, you know, Donnie's ribs are broken. His face is all fucked up. He gets knocked down to his knees and then Victor just fucking punches him. And since Donnie was down, that counts as a disqualification. But as, as he's getting his ass kicked, you see the promoter going like, Oh shit. Like, uh Oh, (laughs)
1: Yeah. You don't want to be the guy who got up on TV and taunted him about history repeating itself. And then history does repeat itself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to forget that Ivan's in the corner telling Victor, hey, you're letting him embarrass us. He's not. He's not down yet. This is why your mom left us.
1: Yeah, it's fucked up. Like, But at at the same time, I can totally see knowing Eastern Europeans. I can completely see him doing that. All of that checks out.
0: That's just Sunday dinner talk right there.
1: No, but like as a motivator. Eastern Europeans, especially of that generation that Dolph Lundgren is, they firmly believed in the uh in in shame <laughs> and humiliation as a motivator oh, like mean, they were all they were all about it
0: definitely works doesn't it I mean, it might <laughs> for some people i guess but
1: yeah it, it does work for some people and then it just destroys some other people
0: <laughs> so yeah now we're in the hospital of course we're in the hospital you can't have a rocky movie without somebody being in the hospital
1: no 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 the that definitely wouldn't be right so, last yeah. movie it was rocky this yep. movie it's adonis he's
0: he's like dying he's got uh, ruptured kidney broken ribs and shit and of course Bianca's pregnant at this point her belly's sticking out and the doctor's like hey uh chill out you know it's gonna be okay he'll live he just needs to rest
1: and get some PT in though they don't say that in this scene
0: no not yet he we do I guess we get like a little mini montage of him doing like physical therapy stuff uh and then rocky shows up uh, despite his issue with you know traveling and stuff he doesn't like to travel by plane i imagine
1: yeah they say something about that but i don't recall that ever being a thing was that a thing in the rocky universe
0: uh no i think he's just old now and he probably just doesn't feel like it
1: that's fair that's fair i don't like plane travel i mean it's just so cramped you know and like yeah i can't afford to fly first class and neither can rocky
0: yeah not well maybe right now he could but no. I I don't think no, I the, don't
1: think so. I, I don't think I mean a first class ticket's like $10,000.
0: I mean he wouldn't though he doesn't give a shit especially now he doesn't need that shit i'm sure he's like donnie's paying him lots of money i'm i'm sure but but rocky was probably like no i don't need that much it's fine so you know when rocky shows up donnie's not happy to see him he's like get the fuck out of here old man what are you doing you fucking dick you're now you're gonna come train me because rocky's like you know he's got the reach on you he's got all the stuff you know he tells duke he did good and then because he did he did the best he could it was donnie's fucking fault for being such a overzealous douche nozzle it
1: was but you know it's the same it's the same as with rocky and Rocky That's that's where he's at right now this is his rocky three uh you know learn learn the lesson
0: moment yep you need the eye of the tiger back man so yeah that scene that seems pretty short like donnie's just like look at me look at me i'm a fucking monster ah which is essentially what's happening <laughs> rocky's like yeah i'm sorry i'll leave because rocky cares he gives a shit i get where
1: donnie's coming from if i were in that bad of shape i'd be feeling the exact same way and I'd probably be lashing out at the people who loved me I don't like that about myself but it, unfortunately it's the yeah, truth
0: it happens yeah Bianca's like dude it's Rocky would you stop you guys and she even says like you guys need to work this out cause-
1: at his age I mean what is he like 34 30- Three thirty-four, 34, something like that.
0: That is a discussion that I don't really want to have, because really the time frame doesn't work, just in general. Michael B. Jordan wasn't even born until 1987, and he was supposed to, his character was supposed to have been born in 85, so just, I don't know <laughs> when the fuck this movie, these movies take place. I don't know.
1: It doesn't matter. It, it my doesn't. point is, when I, I was that age, I would definitely have lashed out like that. Like, I'd like to think that I'm in a place now where I would at least have the the self-awareness to go look i'm gonna i'm in a place where i'm gonna lash out at you just please don't be around me right
0: now <laughs> yeah he doesn't have that he's too busy yeah. uh pissing blood no. when he goes home
1: no in my, in my in my late 20s early 30s fucking forget it if i was in bad shape like that <laughs> forget about it i was gonna be a dick to everybody
0: yeah that scene where he goes home here in a second Oh, man. And he's pissing blood because of his kidneys and shit. Ooh,
1: that must be a horrible moment. I I have not had that experience yet, but...
0: This is where we get, like, our little mini montage of uh, Donnie doing some physical therapy. Because, you know, we get some time jumps going on here. So Bianca's talking to Marianne about how Donnie's acting after the fight. And basically, Marianne's like, you know, it's normal. He's... Again, she she does the... All you can do is be there for him. He's a grown-ass man. He's got to work this shit out for himself.
1: Voice of experience.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's... She, she says to him, too. She's like, it's like your father didn't feel like the champion and shit. I had to walk his ass up and down the stairs and wipe his ass and shit. He's got to deal with it. She's been there. I'm sure that right after Rocky beat the shit out of him for that second time, I'm sure he had that exact feeling.
1: Probably very much so, yeah. yeah.
0: And then, you know, so Victor gets interviewed and he's like, so the, the guy, so now he's like a professional fighter for real and he's, he's winning, winning fights all over the place. And they're like, well, now you're controversial loss to adonis creed and he's like what loss and he's like never mind your disqualification sorry
1: yeah i mean in fairness if i'd watched that fight i wouldn't have walked away going well he's the loser like no he clearly won the fight he just got disqualified
0: oh yeah no no if uh if, and
1: donnie knows it
0: yep and that is eating away at him which makes sense so yeah even victor's like you know creed has to fight me again i don't give a shit about this guy i just beat he literally says that he's like i don't care like, well, how about this victory? I don't care. Creed has to fight me. I might have just broken this guy's face, but, you know, I'm going <laughs> to I want to break the other guy's face now.
1: His fights are so fucking brutal, too. Oh, man. And I think it,
0: this I think the actor is actually a boxer, too, which is probably why everything works so well.
1: I don't know if he's a boxer. I know he's um I read his IMDb page in They did say something about like him being into boxing and physical fitness and modeling.
0: Oh, okay, good. I just read the read the trivia and oh yeah, it says uh, a German-born Romanian actor and boxer.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, he is a boxer then. All right.
0: And who knows what that means? Like, did he box when he was a kid or?
1: Yeah, I mean, he might just it it might just be like a hobby or something like that that he did, or you know, it could have been something he did and now you know, like he's not into it anymore. But he's he's clearly into uh, bodybuilding. There's no question about that. Oh, dude. He's, so he's 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 about the physical fitness.
0: Yeah, he's a good-looking dude, too. They they picked him. There's a couple guys that apparently were up for the role, and some of them looked exactly like fucking Dolph Lundgren in 85. His
1: last name is uh, Muntiano, which I believe, if I remember correctly, if I'm remembering my Romanian, literally means the mountain
0: man. I just found his Instagram, and he goes by F- Big Nasty.
1: Yeah, he's he's credited as that.
0: Um, what the fuck?
1: He's credited as as Florian Big Nasty Montiano.
0: I don't want to call him that.
1: <laughs> that sounds like something that, that really should be reserved for an intimate partner in a very kinky relationship.
0: I also want you to call me Big Nasty. I'm Man. not
1: calling you Big Nasty, dude.
0: No, not Big Nasty, dude. Just Big Nasty.
1: Yeah, dude. I'm not calling you Big Nasty. I'm reserving that for when I meet Michael B. Jordan.
0: Oh, <laughs> Big Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oh, gross. So we're going to talk about the Russian dinner scene, where Victor is gifted a pair of really fancy custom trunks with his name on them, and then we get a nice little, little, uh, I guess, is it a cameo if she's there twice? Either way, Bridget Nielsen is there playing Drago's wife again, except she's not his wife now, because...
1: Fuck her. I believe it's pronounced Brigitte.
0: Flavor Flav and Stallone's X. That's something they share in common.
1: Yes, not a lot of common ground between those fellas, but uh, but there you go. Brigitte Nielsen bringing disparate members of 80s celebrity together.
0: And she looks right at Victor and says, "Hi, Victor." And he's like, "Yeah, you're my mom. I'm gonna leave." He just storms out. That's a
1: fair response. Yeah, I'm I'm on Victor's side in this one.
0: Of course, Ivan has to follow him, and Victor tells him, "You know, basically, fuck these people, man. They abandoned you. Especially, they they left us. Like, why? Why do we care?" Ivan says, "Because I lost."
1: But you will not lose.
0: You better fucking not, or I'll beat the shit out of you, you little fucker. That's kind of <laughs> that's the that that's the vibe I'm getting no pressure so that it's it's a pretty quick scene but we get some good dramatic moments between these two like this is where I realize I'm like holy fuck he can really act like like Dolph Lundgren's kicking ass
1: I like the relationship between these two I like that I mean I obviously I don't like it like it but um I like the way they handled it I like that we got to see so much of it enough of it to make me sympathetic to where uh Victor's coming from because he could just get up there and be a berserker you know and and it and we could just do a straight remake of Rocky IV, and it would be a lesser movie for it. You wouldn't be able to help but compare it negatively to Rocky IV, whereas the way they ended up handling it in this, uh, it compares very positively with Rocky IV. And in fact, while it may not be as iconic a movie, I do think it's a far better movie.
0: I'm on board with that, yes.
1: I'm not going to say I necessarily enjoy this more than Rocky IV, but I'd say I enjoy it as much as Rocky IV. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's but, just
0: a different kind of enjoyment, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's such a yin and yang of enjoyment,
0: <laughs> except the one constant in every one of these movies is the, the at least the final fight is always fucking awesome in every one of these movies That's that, true. that you can always enjoy. It's kind of the same deal. Even when he loses, it doesn't matter. It's still fun.
1: Even the street fight in Rocky five. Like, yeah,
0: it means nothing. I was but into it's, it's, still, it. it's still cool to watch. I was into it after that. Really, really cool scene. Uh, We cut to Donnie and he's sitting outside his car sitting inside his car outside the Delphi gym and you know Duke says hey man you don't have to fight Drago but you definitely have to fight somebody because you're going to forfeit the title here soon if you don't pick somebody to fight so that's the thing and he's like you know what just don't, don't 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 worry about any of that stuff just come in hit the bag for a little bit and it'll be cool but Donnie can't even bring himself to go inside the gym right now yeah he's going through it uh yep he's yeah so he just pulls away and doesn't go inside we cut back to Rocky who's trying to deal with this streetlight that's been out for five ever, he says earlier on in the movie. He gets a postcard. <laughs> I didn't see who it was from. Was it from Bianca or Marianne? Did you see who it was from?
1: Uh, I believe it was from Bianca.
0: Okay. I never thought to look. I always no. just assumed. Excuse
1: me. Excuse me. Marianne. Okay. It was that's, from Marianne. that's
0: who I always assumed it would have been from, but I never actually took the time to look at it.
1: I did try and see it this time, but it just, I don't know. The clarity is not quite enough for me to have caught it i didn't rewind it but i did you know like kind of squint try and catch it and i missed it
0: it's not so much a postcard as it is a picture of the ultrasound with a note on the back that says he needs you so then the next scene donnie goes to his mom's house and he hangs up his coat on this fucking it's got to be like a million dollar banister right (laughs) and he's just using it as a coat rack
1: I actually noticed that this time and I kind of liked it because it's like yeah I mean of course he would.
0: Yeah, he he lived there for years. He doesn't give a shit. That that's his, yeah. that's his house. <laughs> it's just that's funny. He's just coming home. You know, nobody nobody's home except Rocky's there. Uh happens to be sitting in Apollo's like trophy room area and Donnie's still not interested. He's like, yeah, uh fuck you. Why are you here? Leave me alone. But they have a good, they have a good heart to heart, you know, Rocky's like, you know, you can have all this stuff too, and he's, he's, he references, he talks about the trophies real quick, but he's like, not just the shiny stuff, like, all the good stuff, basically, a family, and people that give a shit, and an actual life, instead of just a life of getting punched in the face, uh, but then he brings up, you know, he's like, dude, the one thing, you, this, this is what you don't want to be, he's like, I wasn't even there when my grandson was born, and that is pathetic, he even says that, that that's pathetic. I'm like, damn, I never actually caught that line before. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. He tells him, I, you, you don't want to make the same mistakes I did. You want to be there for the people that love you. So you got to figure out what you're really fighting for if we're going to do this. And then Donnie says, you know, he was afraid of the expectations of not living up to the Creed name and shit, not living up to the legacy of his dad, which is basically the entire thing about the movie from both sides. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, both protagonist and antagonist. It's that whole thing. Yep. And even for Rocky, he's kind of got his own thing going on, just kind of, you know, manning up and going to see his son, who his son is also not participating either. So it's kind of hard on both ends, I guess. One of them just has yeah. to chill the fuck out and be the bigger person about it
1: yeah it's uh like i said this is a pretty well crafted script you know with with the way everybody has their own arcs in this story uh well every male has his own arc in this story
0: (laughs) yeah the women are just good yeah Yeah, i told you (laughs) stallone wrote this but you know what i'm
1: in this context, I'm okay with it because they don't just get treated like props. They are characters. They have interest in the story, but it's about these guys, you know. So it's yeah. like they I feel like they get treated fairly. They just, you know, they're not this, they're not central characters.
0: Rocky and Donnie have a after they make up, they hug and and stuff. They're 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 back to being bros now. Rocky goes, you know, I heard you came up with a name for this child, because that's how Rocky talks. He's a fucking weirdo and he words everything <laughs> strange. <laughs> And he's like, what did you say? Amara, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't you think of something a little little more simple, you know, like Becky or Kate? And he's like, Kate Creed? You know she's going to be black, right? Had This had to be improvised. This 100% had to be improvised just because <laughs> of the way... Stallone played off of it I wonder I wonder if it if like the button on the scene was you know she's gonna be black right and then it would cut away but then Stallone just said oh yeah I forgot and then giggled a little bit and then they just kept it in
1: (laughs) it's a good scene it's cute it's a uh, nice moment that they get to have after some fraught moments they, they get to have this nice reconciliation and then we get to see them be at ease with each other
0: yeah that's nice it's a, it's a nice moment it's immediately ruined by Donnie getting a phone call and he's like oh shit because Bianca's in fucking labor now so they get there Amara's born and they're worried you know immediately Donnie's like hey nurse what about that fucking hearing test and even Bianca's like ugh chill out Chill out, you overzealous fucker. Like that that's what her reactions suggest to me.
1: <laughs> again, his insecurity is is showing pretty hard.
0: But we do get her into the room and they do the test and there's no spikes or anything. You know, it's a hearing test, so they put a thing over her ears and they just like make little noises in her in her ears, but there's there were no spikes or anything. So, you know, we get Dottie's crying, Bianca's crying. It's actually he cries good. I was kinda impressed by that.
1: Yeah, this is one of those sequences where he's uh he's doing a way better job than he did in uh, in the first grade movie.
0: Yeah, and again, see it's one of those super over dramatic scenes like when he did when, when he just had that scene with Rocky it was great but if they're just sitting there like just shooting the shit it would be weird and Rocky goes man how are you gonna handle this if this is actually important too he's like how are you gonna handle this if what if she is deaf and he's like I can't think like that I just can't he's like you gotta think like that because it's it's real it's what might happen and he's like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to go there. And he's like, would you love her? And he's like, of course, I'd love her. And then he's like, good. That's all you need to do. I'm like, oh, well, that's 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 a good it's a good lesson to take away.
1: The rest of the stuff doesn't matter. He's it, it's not like it's going to affect him financially. He's doing very well. <laughs> yeah. and, you know? and he
0: also says something really important. He says, well, she's not in there feeling sorry for herself and you shouldn't either. Yeah. That whole thing brings him out of his funk for the most part. Like it, it, it starts to bring him out of his funk because we still have a few more scenes of him being kind of a bitch about stuff.
1: It addresses his big insecurity about that.
0: Yeah, and it starts his road to like actually being introspective and trying to figure out what the hell's wrong with him. Uh, then Bianca and Donnie go home with Amara. The promoter sent them a gift basket. Fuck this guy.
1: Yes, I, I, I can't tell if that's a dig or not. I really can't. <laughs>
0: we cut to later in the night or sometime at some point. Bianca has Amara and she walks up to Donnie and goes, can you watch her while I get out of here for a few minutes and go to the studio? And I hate that so much it's your child you both need to participate in this whole thing you know can you be a parent to your child while i'm not being a parent to her because i'm gonna leave for a little bit because i've been hanging out with her probably like the second she popped out of my vag so yeah you know
1: <laughs> yeah it is it is scary when you're a dad because they don't train you for that kind of stuff you know like like they don't they don't nobody nobody takes little boys aside At least in in my generation maybe it's starting to change now and that's definitely a good thing but in my generation nobody you know nobody taught little boys and here's how you're gonna hold your baby and here's how you're gonna you know (laughs) know, and and boys didn't play at that kind of thing that instinct it wasn't nurtured if anything if you started to show that instinct it was kind of quashed don't be don't uh, be a
0: bitch you're a man
1: yeah and it's fucked up because that's a That's as much a part of life as anything, you know? And it it absolutely is something that that boys should learn about and should be trained in and and should play at, you know? It's, It's life.
0: The second Bianca leaves, like, the door shuts and the baby immediately starts freaking out and crying and stuff and he's just losing his mind he's calling his mom why won't she stop crying help me and then he takes her on a drive she seems to be mellow he goes to the gym and he's just you know sitting there with her because that's where he feels at ease it seems like that's where he goes when he's trying to work out problems and stuff and he's like playing with the punching bag a little bit he's like see it's cool it's cool then he starts hitting the bag and then he's go then he starts getting really hit hitting the bag real hard and and screaming and being all dramatic and he you know he gets a little gets a little teary and he picks up the baby and goes, Oh, it's okay, it's okay. I know daddy's being a bitch. It was kind of funny. He's
1: lucky she's deaf in that sequence because that's <laughs> a good way to freak your kid the fuck out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought that same thing. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Then we cut to, you know, Donny Donnie Amara's like laying on Donnie's chest on the floor. Bianca comes home and they all they have a little moment like they did in the first movie when they had their first kiss. It's super adorable. Now they're gonna talk about Donnie taking the fight, and he's this is where he does the you wouldn't be good to anybody if you didn't didn't do what you loved and she's like you're talking to me about it this time yeah okay well good you didn't give a shit what i had to say the last time you took the fight and he's like yeah but i'm gonna be less of a dick this time he's like i gotta handle this the right way and and he's like i'm gonna beat him and then you know it's good
1: that she got that out there because it's true you know it is true he didn't give a shit that first time he wasn't he wasn't consulting her on it Yep. And now he is, which he should. She's and, your fucking partner.
0: Oh, 100%. Uh and then he's, you know, he tells her I'm going to I'm going to beat him. I'm going to beat him and she's like you better and that's the motivation he needs cuz that's that that's that was Adrian's job. It's now Bianca's job. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't Adrian's job in the first movie, but it was hers by the time the second movie rolled around.
1: That's because he was never going to win in the first movie.
0: Yeah. He's definitely yeah. winning this time. Just like Rocky IV, the fight has to be in Russia. Duke Rocky and Donnie are all sitting there talking. Somebody goes, you know, it has to be in Russia, so it's going to be it's it's going to be who they're gonna pick if it comes down to a judge's decision and Rocky goes well we just have to make sure it doesn't come down to a to the judge's decision and then Duke's of course like oh shit like he knows he knows what's coming <laughs> he's like oh we're doing this huh I heard stories about this shit and then
1: we get a very nice opposite version oh yeah yeah Rocky's training montage from Rocky 4.
0: Yeah, because in Rocky 4, it's all snowy and cold, and now he they take Donnie out to the fucking desert. It's all hot and sandy and stuff. and But
1: they still do all the same shit to him.
0: Yeah, kind of. They, they torture the fuck. <laughs> it's awesome. And then <laughs> they show up there, and Donnie goes, it looks like hell. And then Rocky has his cool since you're going back to hell. You better get used to it. Yeah. Good line. The training montage starts. It's a nice, it's a nice mellow soul song. Cause you have to have this, you have to have the beginning of the training montage where things are going okay, but not too well, but it's also intercut that... with Victor. I'll, I'll get there. Don't worry. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. It's also intercut with Victor and training with his dad. And I think Victor's a little angry with his father. What do you think?
1: Yeah. A little bit, huh? That scene when, uh, Dolph straps on the body <laughs> shield and, uh, victor just fucking annihilates. Him. <laughs>
0: uh yeah i think they have some stuff to work out so they're, after... gonna,
1: they're gonna need some family therapy yeah. after this whole thing's over
0: oh man okay so um, let's talk about a little bit about the training montage like what do, what do they make him do they have this thing wrapped around his neck like on his head so he can build the neck muscles so he doesn't get whipped oh out yeah that, last time. that
1: that bondage gear strap over his head that is a chained to uh fucking uh, barbell plate Yep. and he's just he's just doing neck lifts
0: and Donnie has to hang by a fucking bar and get hit in the stomach with a fucking medicine ball
1: a really big one too like not <laughs> not a medicine ball sized one yeah the fucking giant medicine ball
0: oh man and like you have to you're hanging there so you can't like use your hands to block so you have to just flex oh man yeah just eat and then you know having him sledgehammer hey, they got the sand
1: the, oh the sledgehammer in the sand god that's right yeah, yeah. That one's like...
0: And then that super scary dude they saw on the way in, Rocky throws a tire in the middle of the ring and says, all right, it's going to be a toe-to-toe fight. And, you know, toe-to-toe, that's how it's going to be, so get used to it. that That's his mantra throughout the whole thing, just get used to it.
1: And then, and of course, you know, for the first half of the montage, he's getting beaten down. Yeah,
0: getting his ass handed to him. And then, you know, he they're, they're, he's running behind the car, and then he falls, but then he gets up and starts running again. And then that's and that's where, the moment. That's, that's the, the, the switch. Moment, you know, and then it goes from this quiet kind of mellow soulful song to this fucking really intense hip-hop song and it works really well the training montage in this one is way better than the one in creed
1: am i mistaken or am i misremembering uh don't they incorporate the original rocky music into the uh the song a little bit
0: oh they they do the creed score so the creed score is a little different but they do they do throw the creed score in there but they do use the rocky music during the fight
1: oh that's right it was okay it was during the final fight that they that they do
0: that okay and it's time to kick ass now he's fucking and he gets that guy that guy he fucks the guy up in the tire he that fucking hole in the sand is super huge now and he can like he's building his neck some more getting that medicine ball shoved in his gut oh man it's just it's intense and it's,
1: it's a it's a rocky training montage
0: and it's fucking awesome i am I'm, <laughs> I'm there for it uh now it's fight night shit's about to get real drago starts coming to the ring there's drago chance, and every they're loud and everybody's there for it because they're in fucking russia man and his the trip to, is to like, russia
1: isn't quite as jarring as it was in the first one because now Russia is just, you know, another country.
0: Just Russia. Not, yep. <laughs>
1: not the Cold War anymore.
0: Yeah, they don't have to make these guys look like evil people anymore.
1: No, they they're doing a good job of that on their own right nope.
0: now. Rocky Rocky ended the Cold War <laughs> and Putin was like, "We want it back." So his entrance is all cool and fucking epic and stuff. Donnie's entrance though is just as epic, uh, except, you know, Bianca sings her song and all that stuff. It's pretty cool for the most part.
1: They do a really good color balancing thing where Drago's theme is all red. And Creed's theme is all blue, you know? So they're, so like he enters under these blue laser lights and Drago enters to flames, blowing out these pyro cans. It's nice. It, they, they did a good job creating a sort of theme for the whole thing.
0: And, uh, I was going to mention, like, the, the color is all drained, like, out of, out of, uh, Donnie's, like, Wardrobe and stuff, so everything he's wearing is like black now. Because you know that's what that's where they go to. He reinvented himself as this fucking badass. Apparently,
1: it's a it's a little edge lordy, but nothing unacceptable
0: the fight starts it's a good one this fight's really fucking good and i don't even know how to describe it like you, you know it does it does the thing and and the whole the whole crux of the training here is that in order to beat this guy you have to be donnie had to be willing to get really close to him because his natural style just won't work that's what rocky said so he has to get in and like inside his arm so he that's why the tire thing so he was just like going toe to toe with that guy the whole time
1: well because basically the way rocky had to beat Drago was by taking the beating that Drago could dish out drago had the reach drago had the height and uh this strago has it too you know this strago's fucking gigantic
0: yep. you gotta be willing to take the pain you like it because you're dangerous
1: that's his uh that's his opening <laughs> pitch and so round one uh yeah even the announcers are like this is a completely different adonis creed from the one we saw in the last
0: fight I mean Donnie still gets still gets fucking worked like sometime in the middle of the fight you know we have a sweep the leg moment Ivan's in the corner and he goes break him again Victor grabs Creed and just punches him and he like he's like holding them too. the announcers are like looks like uh, Drago got away with something there the ref probably didn't see it
1: yeah it's Russia the ref saw it he just didn't care
0: like the ref wants to wants to make sure that Donnie doesn't die but he doesn't care if he loses horribly or not we do get another epic moment here Donnie's getting his ass fucking handed to him right sort of it's kind of a good back and forth but every time that goes to the corner he's like you know you gotta stay in his face stay in his face but then he gets knocked down after having his ribs broke by the way and then he gets yeah. up and then the, the the ref goes what's your name and he's like Creed what's your name and then he goes Creed and then the music swells again and then they go back at it and then he finally <laughs> he finally knocks Drago down and it's just awesome it's a great fucking feeling ah everybody's excited ah
1: it's so emotionally manipulative in that way that rocky fights are but it's perfect
0: i wouldn't have it any other way man
1: no absolutely not this is exactly (laughs) what you want from this kind of movie
0: yeah and then he uh during the last round so at this point um drago has been knocked down a couple times his oh his mom is there by the way bridget nielsen is there in the crowd she gets up and she leaves Because he's not going to win, so why does she give a shit?
1: Yeah, it's when he gets knocked down that third time. I'm I'm pretty sure it's the third time, so probably the first time in the final round. Oh, She just gets up and walks.
0: Yeah, that's pretty depressing. And Ivan watches her go, and he's like, fuck, okay. But now Drago, despite being, you know, Victor, despite, you know, barely having any energy left, he he just keeps going because he's not going to give up because his daddy won't love him anymore.
1: Yeah, and I think Ivan realizes it towards the end there you know the the after i think he gets knocked down twice and then as he's going down for the third time or something like that he he sees what's going on and he gets up there and he throws in the
0: towel yep throws in the towel so that way his son won't be hurt because he realizes oh shit you know we're all we have like like the two of us where we're it and with that donnie retains his title for real this time he actually won this fight for sure and then you see ivan and victor in the corner and victor's like crying he's fucking pissed because you know he knows he thinks his dad is going to be like ashamed in him and stuff i i assume that's why and he's ivan is like you know touching him he's like it's fine man it's okay like he he gets gets eye contact with his kid and he's like it's okay and then they finally hug and and they're fine that that's the beginning of their yeah that's the beginning of them (laughs) repairing their father son relationship
1: yes it's 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 a first step on the road to recovery for them
0: it's a it's a nice moment and of course donnie's happy everybody's happy bianca's happy and that's where rocky's standing on the outside of the ring and he looks at donnie and says it's your time and then he sits down and then it fades away and that's the end of that bit
1: it's a good closure on their relationship you know so at this point if stallone elects to not come back again which i watched an interview with him. And he said, you know, if if Michael wanted to do something else, he'd he'd be up for it. But if he if he decides to not come back again, it's a satisfying end, I think, for their relationship.
0: Yeah, they even fist bump. So that's cute. Which
1: (laughs) I don't. Do you remember from the trailer? They make it look like Rocky and Drago do the fist bump.
0: Oh, do they? No, I do not. I don't remember the trailer. I should watch it.
1: No, the way they edited it in the trailer is that Rocky goes up for the fist bump and then they cut to Drago looking down and kind of. Moving in such a way that it looks like he did a fist bump with him.
0: Oh, that's fucking wild. Okay. Um. So after the fight, there is a deleted scene where where as donnie's leaving, he walks by the Drago dressing room and sees Victor sitting there, and he goes and sits next to him and says, "Uh, basically, I know how it feels to be in to live in your dad's shadow, and you know it's gonna be okay." And then Ivan walks in and they kind of make eye contact, and then they walk away. Well, he uh, Donny walks away, and then Stallone comes right up behind him and then him and drago have a a nod of respect towards each other and then then it's over it's kind of an interesting scene again i'm glad they didn't like throw it in there it kind of slows things down a little bit but it's nice to know they thought of that
1: having them together i'm talking of uh rocky and adonis having them together again doesn't put well like it undoes that capper that they give where he they do the fist bump and then he kind of goes and sits down yeah that's a good goodbye for rocky for the two of them to end there and then you know you get the the afterward where rocky goes and reconnects with his son that's a perfect way to end it anything else like no matter how well done the scene was it it i don't think it would have been as satisfying
0: so yeah after that donnie we we cut to donnie talking to this is intercut with rocky doing his thing we'll talk about what donnie's doing first because the other stuff gets me more. So Donnie's talking to... Talking to Apollo. I'm led to believe that this is the first time he's actually visiting his grave.
1: I got that impression.
0: Yeah. And he's like, you know, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Mom's doing good. But you know what? Also, I did this without you. You're cool and everything, but yeah, I don't actually... I don't need you. Like, like in, in that regard, you know? So he's kind of becoming his own person, which I still maintain that if Apollo was alive, he still wouldn't have a dad, so that's just kind of... Uh,
1: yeah, it's... Uh, t- Apollo was a complicated character. He, he was a dick, but he also you know, he was an icon.
0: So he would have had a very public custody battle and had to pay child support. So maybe Donnie would have been fine anyways. It's tough to say. And he's like, I didn't do it for you or because of those guys. I, you know, I did it because it was my fight and you know, and it's not just about Donnie anymore. It's not just about me because he's got people that, you know, need him and shit.
1: Cue the introduction to the granddaughter. Yeah. So he's wearing two little hearing aids.
0: Yeah. He introduces Amara to grandpa Apollo who's dead. So that's sad. And she's never going to know. So that, 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 that's a nice little scene. But then the real ending of the movie <laughs> here. Rocky gets dropped off by a cab outside of this house. And it turns out, holy shit, it's fucking Robert's house. It's his son, Robert. His grandson opens opens the door. And he's like, hi, who the fuck are you? This
1: kid is so fucking adorable. He is. He's really cute. He's got these <laughs> big eyes.
0: And he, he's like, yeah, hey, is your dad around? I'm, you know. He's like, yeah, Dad. Here, this fucking weirdo's here. And he's like, hey, man, that's your grandpa. And he's like, oh God, I don't know him. He's weird looking. Rocky's not wrong
1: though when he says he you look just like your oh, grandma. Oh, dude, like, I know. He's absolutely right. They picked a kid who looks so like he could be Talia Shire's <laughs> grand grandson.
0: Oh, and I cannot tell you how like the inside on the inside, I cheered really loud when I was watching this in the theater when it was when his son was played by the same actor from Rocky Six that that got me that was pretty good
1: it blows my mind that the idea that anybody or it would blow my mind if they even considered anybody but him for the part yeah that wouldn't have been like,
0: a great idea like yeah
1: it would have been terrible it would have been a terrible idea so yeah i i was glad that but i hadn't even seen rocky 6 And when he showed up as the son, I was like, that's the perfect choice right there. Yes,
0: it is. And they have they both do that thing where they talk out of the side of their mouth and stuff, too. It's it's really interesting.
1: I know. I literally the first time I saw him, which was in Heroes, if you remember that, uh, I was like, God damn, if any if they ever need someone to play Stallone's son, this is the guy.
0: And there it is. (laughs) They got him. Uh, Yeah. And Rocky has his little emotional support bouncy ball also. He gets invited in, which is nice. Like, he's just kind of standing there and Robert's like, hey, come in. And then the kid is like, hey, is that a ball? He's like, yeah, you want to play catch? Like, okay. Then, then, you know, Rocky hugs Robert and and we're done.
1: Yep. Rocky doesn't smoke. Rocky plays with balls.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He smoked for like five minutes in the first movie and then he didn't anymore. (laughs) Oh, I think he... I think he did have a cigarette in his mouth at one point in Rocky Five. Really? Yeah, because he's because he's like trying to get back into the old neighborhood, but then he like stops immediately afterwards. You sure
1: it's not a toothpick? Because I I could see Rocky with a toothpick.
0: Well, because I I vaguely remember. I I, unless I'm making it up. Now I need to go watch Rocky Five again. Fuck that. His son goes. You're you're smoking now? What the fuck? But maybe not. Well,
1: I don't remember it well enough. Uh, I don't remember it well. Well,
0: me either. Apparently, fuck. Because I know he catches his son smoking eventually. Anyways fuck Rocky five. Not really. Fuck it. You, everybody, you should watch them. Everybody should watch all the Rocky movies and decide which one's your favorite.
1: Five is a perfectly enjoyable movie. It's fine. Yeah. It's just not as good as it should have been.
0: Good ideas. Not as good execution, but Creed two, on the other hand, what are your final thoughts on that shit?
1: Oh, Creed two is just an absolute joy. I, I, thoroughly enjoy this movie. I think anybody who just enjoys good movies would. It's it's just a damn good movie.
0: It's one of my favorites in the entire franchise. It's really right up there. Everybody should watch it. It's just it's just a good, it's just a good, good it makes you feel good at the end too. Everybody's happy at the end. It's so nice.
1: I just, you know, I reiterate what I said though at the beginning that I hope this is the end of Creed Stories remaking Rocky movies. And I hope (laughs) that now going forward he gets to carve out his own legacy in this franchise.
0: Yeah, I am anxiously awaiting Creed 3. By the time this comes out, it'll be out in like two days. I think this is coming out. This, this episode will be out March 1st. So so you
1: should probably go watch it if, uh, it, it if it's in the theaters when you get around to listening to this.
0: Yes, you should absolutely go see it. I'll be there. And then again, like I said, after that's out, after I've seen that movie, I can focus on all the other movies that are coming out. I do not give a shit until I'm done with this because this, <laughs> this is really important, okay?
1: You're a man of focus.
0: Yes. I love this movie. I love this whole franchise. Let's keep it going, but make sure it stays good. Don't fuck this up, Michael B. Jordan.
1: That's the hope. No getting your brother, Frank Jordan, to to come in and do the soundtrack,
0: okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't do that. Uh, um, <laughs> So, yeah, that's Creed 2. We're done with this shit. In, in a couple weeks, we'll be back with, uh, we're, we're, ta- we're taking a weird route here. The Sword and the Sorcerer. So we're getting a little sword and sorcery going on up in A little in more here.
1: Albert Pune.
0: Social media. You can follow us on everything at the Shark Pod. Yes, you can. And speaking of Patreon, we also have a Patreon. 2021, the 13th, where we review every Friday the 13th movie. A Year in the Asylum, which is 12 Asylum Mockbuster movies. And now this year, we're on to the Shaw Brothers. 12-
1: Fingers of Shaw.
0: 12 Fingers of Shaw. I wanted to call it Five Fingers of Shaw because Five Fingers of Death was an awesome movie. That's a thing that we're doing. We're breaking into that Shaw Brothers Shaw scope set from Arrow Video. Uh, You can go to patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood and give us some money so you can hear all that stuff. Uh, But again, next week we'll be, nope, in a couple weeks we will be back with the sword (laughs) and the sorcerer (laughs) outtakes. But yeah, until then, stay awesome.